Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. morning the technology not overly kind to jeff diverter this morning i want to welcome you to cloud talk live oh we're gonna have fun today i've got a great old friend he's not that old but we've been friends for a really long time my name is jeff diverter chief technology evangelist here at rackspace technology as always folks introduce yourself down in the comments of whatever platform you are you're using um and uh, and i just push fade to black that's is a very bad thing to do I have pushed all the wrong buttons, my friends. Look at that. Keep your hands to yourself, Auto. <laughs> There's always an exciting day around here. Uh, there we are. Hey, if you want to reach me, uh, you can do that at solve at rackspace.com. Things are a little exciting today. Uh, so uh, forgive my, my rampant fingers as I accidentally hit, uh, hit the video switch over there. Guys, um, you know, we do all sorts of things over here. It looks like we've got somebody coming in from... Uh, San, is that San Antonio or San? I can't see that. Uh, you better move this military base in San Antonio. Welcome. Hey guys, if you want to reach us, reach me over here at solve at rackspace.com. We've got somebody in from Dubai. We've got Paul from the UK guys, introduce yourselves. We've got, this is a global audience. Christian's going to be impressed. Ooh, I gave away who's here today. Although if you looked at LinkedIn or Facebook or any of those things, you know that my good friend Christian Buckley is going to join us today. But before we do that, we're going to do what we always do, and that is get some information from the cloud, see what's new in that world. And uh, and then we will also, Kurt is here. Kurt, you've become quite the regular. Don't you have a day job? Um, hey, let's jump into things. Uh, Germany. I don't know if we've had anybody from Germany before. So glad that you are here. And uh, uh, India. India always has a good showing. Folks, let's get into the news that's news and uh, and see what is happening here. Um, let me jump forward just a tad. Um, and I want to encourage you. Let's push this button here real quick. Guys, we have a new episode out on Log4j on the regular podcast. You can find that at slash 95. Uh, go check that out. But uh, let's jump into the news, guys. It's it's this week in cloud. You know, I always love to tell you what's going on out in the world of cloud. And it starts today with an article uh, about, well, of course, it gets back to uh, the challenges of, um, uh, oh, Microsoft security. Excuse me. Uh, guys, it gets back into, this is really kind of cool. You know, we talk about multi-cloud. <laughs> India, India, India. Right? Uh, that's awesome. I guess we know where you're from. Amsterdam is here again. Love it. Really cool updates from Microsoft. Guys, um, I talk a lot about multi-cloud and I espouse people using more than one cloud because it's just the reality. You really have to go out of your way and do a whole lot of work to um, to stay in a single cloud. It actually takes a whole lot of effort when you think about M&A, when you think about vendors and different things like this. Well, Microsoft makes it easier and easier, it seems, every single day to use more than one cloud. Hey, Farad, first friend from uh, Iran, welcome. I'm glad that you're here today. 
things are kind of exciting in your part of the world. Uh, be safe. So, uh, but Microsoft has recently made it possible for you to go out and uh, and utilize uh, their security tools across all of the um, all of the, the different clouds. So you can aggregate all of that into a single location, which is really pretty interesting stuff. Now, also, there's a new report out from Zesty, uh, and uh, and it talks about how CIOs, 42% of CIOs, say that utilizing resources, that's a top challenge uh, with cloud services. You see, because <laughs> Sam, Sam Eddy, one of my oldest friends who's showing up here. Guys, you, I, I got to stop talking about cloud for a second. Career number one was in music. I think you guys know that. That's where I met Sam. Uh, I used to own a recording studio in Houston, Texas called Rivendell. Everybody welcome Sam uh, all around the world. Hey guys, uh, so so when you move out to the cloud, there is so much that can be done there. And I mentioned before that more that more and more companies are using more than one cloud, and this creates challenges. In fact, there's a whole lot of effort, and some would say in this report, wasted effort in figuring out what cloud services to even use. There is a lot of spin, a lot of cycles there. Now, this isn't an ad for, for Rackspace, of course. There are tons and tons of partners that can help in this space. My encouragement is if your company is having those same challenges, find a partner who's been down that road before. Find a partner that can steer you in the right direction, even just give you some advice and help you move forward. Very good. All right, guys, let us now move over into what's new in cloud releases. And... Uh, and it starts with our friends over at AWS. Amazon Kendra is now FedRAMP compliant, guys. Kendra is, uh, it's part of their intelligent search, but now you can actually, uh, it's FedRAMP compliant. More and more services across more and more clouds are, able, are now getting certified. And you have to look for these individual services to make sure they are certified to be able to be used in, um, in, in these types of controlled environments with federal government or governments around the world around the globe. So um, kudos to Amazon for evolving that service to be FedRAMP compliant. Over at, uh, at, at Microsoft and Azure, they have a new public preview. The public preview is cost management anomaly detection for subscriptions. Guys, this is huge. Spending too much, spending too little. Red flags go off when things change in substantial ways. This is a great thing for your FinOps teams. If you don't have a, a FinOps team uh, or people focused on that, you need to. Even with um, with services like this that will raise the red flag that something has happened, there is an anomaly. You still need people who are going to make sure that that anomaly is correct, making sure that you are spending very, very well inside of the cloud. Remember, your FinOps teams are not necessarily there to help you spend less. They are there to help make sure that every dollar that you do spend in the cloud is spent well. All right, let's move over to uh, to GCP. Uh, Anthos, this is a cool, this is a good one, folks. Uh, you can now launch clusters in these two other AWS regions automatically out of uh, out of your GCP environment. This is a consistent thing that you will see. Look at these a couple of these updates that I've talked about today. Whether that it is uh, Microsoft and security being able to monitor all the clouds or whether it's GCP deploying into other clouds. What you find more and more is Microsoft and GCP playing very cross-cloud. Of course, they're playing catch-up too to AWS. AWS says, hey, why do you need another cloud when you got AWS? So that's kind of nifty. All right, with that, let's jump over to, uh, if you want to track down any of this information, you can find it at, at uh, rackspace.com slash solve. I think it's slash 95. I hope it's 95. Producer Daniel will let me know if that's right or wrong. 
All right, job of the day over at Rackspace, guys. Uh, let's see what's new and exciting from Rackspace. Product manager. I'm coming back to talk about the product manager. There's also some really interesting things in security. I'm going to encourage you to go back to uh, the, the website and check out what jobs are there. You can find all of those at slash 95. Uh, guys, you can also download any of these uh, podcasts. Uh, uh, the audio from this is part of the podcast stream. So uh, anywhere podcasts are found, you can find Cloud Talk. Go subscribe, leave reviews, say nice things. All right, with that, we get to go in and dig into the conversation now. And this conversation, excuse me, <coughs> is all about collaboration. Now, if you saw the, um, the ad for this, guys, collaboration is one of those things that has been, Christian and I will call it some great tooling looking for a challenge to solve. But over the past couple of years, we found more and more that, uh, that, uh, that collaboration is really what's kept it together. So I'm excited to bring in uh, somebody I've known for a really long time, not as long as Sam Eddy, uh, who I've known for quite literally decades back to the late 80s. Uh, yeah, I am that old. But Christian Buckley, I've known him since 2010-ish, 2011. Um, and uh, he now works over at uh, at Avpoint. He is their uh, Brand Alliance director, amongst many, many other things. So let's go ahead and bring Christian on up to the up to the stage. Christian, welcome to Cloud Talk. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And it's oh. been since 2009 when we met. It was you did the, the math. 2009. The it was at the SharePoint conference in 2009 when we That's met. That's awesome. Hey guys, I was corrected. Daniel's always right. Uh, we are this is episode 96 of this. Uh, I guess we didn't update the PowerPoint. That's how I do all that. Christian, do you believe I'm using PowerPoint for all those fancy graphics? Well, I do believe that. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> There's a lot of power there, the green screen. Um, so yeah, we have absolutely known each other for a good long time. We've been running around this collaboration circle for a while. Uh, in fact, it had been a couple of years since you and I connected. I was on your uh, your podcast just a couple of weeks ago. You graciously agreed to come hang out with, with us over here today. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. It's great to and be here. It is good. And I want to bring something up. So, so Daniel, go ahead and, and bring me to full screen for just one second. Because as I was getting ready for this, I stumbled across this little gem. Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at those couple of kids. That was, uh, Look at that. Look that was that. just a little while ago, wasn't it? Oh, I, of course, I do wish like that now there, your face like in my shirt there. Like, where do I get that Jeff Diverter t-shirt? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you were wearing, I'm doing, obviously, I'm overlaying this with green screen. And you have a very, very bright green shirt. Yes, I do. Yeah, 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 you do. All right, let's. Uh, so you know, we go we go back a long ways. That was from Atlanta. That was the uh, I think TechEd in Atlanta. Was it, it TechEd or Partner Conference? One of those. Yeah, so it must have been TechEd. It was yeah. a something something. But hey, you yeah. know, coll- let's jump into the conversation. Collaboration. You and I have been in this market for a good long time. I started messing with SharePoint back in the two thousand three product. Yep. Um, That's when so, I got involved as well. So I got involved in with, uh, so I did a deployment in 2005 okay. of SharePoint and that was my first foray. I still think that I, I feel like I came in a little bit late, but I guess technically I'm an old timer in the SharePoint space. I know, but know, I've been it, in collaboration it, technology going back into the nineties as well. So well, uh, yeah, yeah, collaboration yeah. started with a good old email, right? I mean, effectively that's, that's, that's how we started talking to each other in, in, you know, in an electronic way. And you and I talked for years of how do we get people to stop doing reply all and use some tooling. It was a challenge. And that was that was the battle we fought. And I, I say we still, even though there were some great advancements through the teens, I say we even fought it up until everybody went work from home. 
I think so too. I mean, it, uh, some of the most fascinating conversations I've had are with customers that really did that, that, you know, the, the forced transition, the digital uh, transformation uh, because of the pandemic. I, I think that uh, and the stories out there, of course, there are always going to be horror stories of the problems, things around there. But what I hear more often than not is that companies that said, you know, because we had already dipped a toe within the cloud and started yes. leveraging some of these, you know, these global collaboration platforms uh, and the, the tooling and it's to your multi-cloud. It's not just about one platform, one stack, because that doesn't exist. A company going all in on the Microsoft and just having Microsoft technology. The reality is you go and dive into those organizations. There's a number of different tools and things that are out there. Right. But the result of people being so plugged in, even if your workforce is just more plugged into social tools, is that it made that transition, that landing for that digital transformation easier. It did. It did. And, uh, and, and especially then when folks went, went to work from home, you know, before, you know, a lot of people would get into rooms, they would, they would collaborate on whiteboards, they would do these sorts of things. Uh, and, uh, and then when you think about, uh, you know, even just, just document sharing and some of that very basic stuff with everybody kind of, kind of at home, people realized, you know what, co-editing a document is in, is is vastly superior than uh, than you know everybody in their own and one person trying to bring you know all the PowerPoint slides together all the Word document together and uh, and checking and, in and checking out files yeah, uh, yeah. it's just a it's a terrible day uh, and and I you know I'm attributing a lot of it to to the rush and work from home uh, but I think a lot of it also was was spurred on by you know the the dynamic nature of teams or you know folks using you know other other instant communication tools with with threaded conversation. I think that was also a, a big benefit as uh, and driver to it as well. Well, that's it, you think about it too. So go, like going back in the so mid '90s when I started getting involved in the social technologies and chat based tools. Yes, and you think of like going back to AOL Instant Messenger and ICQ and the things around that was really this the start of the change of the culture of collaboration within work. Like I had a roommate who worked for AOL, lived in Northern Virginia. I was based in, I'm born and raised in the San Francisco Bay area. So working in tech in the Bay area. And he was my college roommate. He went to AOL, was involved with the, an IM stack. Wow. I talked with him every day. I re realized when I saw him again, it had been almost a decade since I had seen him in person yet. I felt like we were right, you know, in touch because we were chatting almost every day. And then the video chat capabilities came available in the later nineties and were plugged in. But what was missing with so much of that is the contextual nature of a lot of that. So we are working over here and then, but we're chatting over here in two different platforms. So the blending of the merging of this technology I mean, that's another thing which is accelerated. And that's really something that's only happened here in the last, you know, five, six, seven years. Right. And I think also it, it kind of gets amplified by this this new wave of employees that that are with us now, you know, and have been in the workforce for this past couple of three, four years. You know, it's that group that grew up with with either, you know, uh, their schools using, um, you know, Microsoft technologies or having, you know, the Google, uh, the G Suite there. And these were the tools that they were just used to using to do their term papers, to work with classmates and, and whatnot. So they came into the workforce with that expectation. So while you and I, you know, when we came in, 
you know, we were, you know, sort of beating on that last generation of, will you please stop sending emails and use something a little more dynamic? And can we please go at it uh, to, to this environment? Now they're, they're pushing us and expecting us to be a little more, a little more agile, a little more dynamic. And the danger, and I mean, you talked about, as you kind of opened up the show, talking about like some security announcements, things around there, there are just some realities to that where, I mean, uh, 10 years ago, we talked all the time about bring your own device and the problems Uh around bringing your own device and being able to use my own iPhone or my, you know, whatever device that I, that I need to do my job and, and companies really wanted to strictly control that. And that is really kind of opened up. It's opened up also around collaboration technology, but that's something that organizations that have sensitive information, especially, but you know, any intellectual property as part of the company is needed to corral people into common standards and practices for those things. I think that will continue to be a security and a compliance issue that organizations need to have a plan. You can't just say no. That's right. You have to have right. a plan for those those things it's going to happen there's going to be multi-cloud they're going to have unsanctioned unapproved third-party tools and solutions and so you have to i was almost like i i I, my old team hated when i did this but like you know teaching a puppy to be you know like you know uh, you know housebroken you know and 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 so it's not about coming in and uh, is find out that sometime over the course of the last two hours the dog did their business in the house and then right. punishing them. No, you have to <laughs> redirect as you catch them in the act and, and, and move them over to the, like, no, this is where you go. And uh, again, that's why I love that the, the parallel between, between collaboration and, and, you know, a, a dog, dog spoiling the house. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because sometimes it is a steaming pile when we do try to make these things right. It uh, is. Yeah. But you yeah. but but again you have to recognize I mean that's an important aspect of collaboration and again something that businesses are learning with the work from home is adjusting on the fly having the conversation why are you using those tools why are you continue to go back to email is there something that's not working on what we've deployed and having that conversation and then adjusting and sometimes it's a lot of what governance is of collaboration right. it's What's the manual oversight that we need to, uh, you know, sanction this previously unsanctioned solution because it's meeting a business need that we're currently not providing as part of our IT solutions? Well, and here's the area where I say that collaboration really has made has become full, uh, made it all the way. It's matured, and that is where you see collaboration um, characteristics and even tools in um, in customer facing applications. Think about how you engage with. Uh, with chats, just trying with with a corporation. But I was reading about a company yesterday. They're they're actually a customer, and we, we did some work for them where where we actually created this whole solution in the medical space, where um, where for post op, uh, literally post op for surgery, um, follow up care is happening in a collaboration environment with the doctors and with the nurses uh, with that organ with that healthcare organization, so that they're getting real time, uh, real time help. And they're, the analogy and the challenge they they present is, hey, when you get this aftercare instructions and the stuff you need to know when you're just waking up from surgery might be a little bit groggy. You're not going to remember follow-up care is challenge. You're going to have to come back and get some help. Now, 90 some percent of that is happening with a very positive um, result with, with, uh, with this, with this tooling, which is, it goes right back to the collaboration tooling that folks expect to use. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's a great example because the complexity in healthcare of case management, there's yeah. so many, so many different people involved at different stages and how do they usually. Mm -mm. Like Christian's video has been a little rough and we may have just lost Christian. I hope he comes back. Well, while we wait for Christian to come back, uh, and, and what I, I hope you can actually hear us as, as well. But when we think about collaboration technologies as we move out into the future, I think there's a huge amount of opportunities, Christian. Let's, uh, so hey, finish your thought. I see you moving again. You're back. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I had a, a, an interview with someone in, in healthcare for my podcast episode just a couple of weeks back right. where we're talking about the collaboration culture within hospitals and how they rely so much on, you know, they have, there's automation, there are forms, there are systems and tools, yet they rely on doctors and nurses and analysts and, you know, and you know, practitioners coming together, literally physically standing together, discussing cases to, to have that close collaboration. And so there are tremendous opportunities that are opening up, uh, you know, to uh, uh, to improve, you yeah. know, more on the technology side to to make it easier to be able to do that virtually and not have to physically come together. So opening then, up a ton of opportunities. Right. And then if we start to carry that forward, since that conversation is happening in the electronic space, not necessarily face to face or or you know through an email or whatnot, that conversation can then be. Um, uh, it, it can be recorded. Uh, it is tracked inside of the logs. AI can start to pay attention to that and now start to recommend stuff for doctors. It can interface uh, directly with the users and provide guidance uh, and bring that speed to care uh, up very much so. Uh, you know, I joke, Sam Eddy, who, who I've known since forever, works in the healthcare space. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you're still listening, actually. But if you want to type in and let me know kind of what's going on inside of uh, in, in your care, I know you work in women's care, but is there how, how's technology being used there? If you're still with us, uh, we may board you to tears with our technology conversation. Who knows? Hey, Christian, we do have just a few more minutes, but I'd love for you to read the, the technology tea leaves. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about where um, collaboration has come from. We've talked about where we are today and how it's impacting not just how do how do employees work better together, but uh, but business to consumer conversations are are happening more in that space. What does that mean for the future? Well, I think that there's, uh, I, I think you're going to have better and better automation. So you think of like artificial intelligence, chat bots and other services. It's not just like, hey, am I actually talking to a live human when I, when I plug in? Like human powered behind that, watching that. But so many of the fundamentals that can be automated, we're going to see more and more intelligent systems there to, I look at it as more optimizing the human experience mm -hmm. um, on the company side, as well as, as, as you. So you can move through that. So you're going to see more that's happening there. I think there's so much also about having an integrated multi-cloud experience. That is the future. This is something that, I mean, we've been talking about this, some of us uh, talking <laughs> about this since, you know, well, at least the last decade. My, yep. my company started making investments in multi-cloud and moving to cloud services in 2012. I was with a competitor watching this, admiring that they were- What they were out, doing, yeah. They were ahead of the curve on, on, on you know, making those investments. But that's where things are going now. So being able to go in, it's so much is about that end-to-end -end employee experience. 
which is going to be across multi-clouds. Multi and so you're going to see more and more solutions that will, once you plug in and identify that I'm part of these different systems, yeah. provide a more of an end-to-end -end experience. Yep. All right. Uh, so, and, and, you know, we're even starting to see some of that stuff. Now you think about Microsoft Viva and giving recommendations, uh, Outlook posts for me, Hey, you got this email a week ago that asked for something and I haven't seen it go out of your inbox. Did you do this elsewhere or, or do we still need to respond? We're starting to see that there. We're starting to see yep. all sorts of really interesting, lots of, lots of help showing up. Christian, you do, have, you mentioned your podcast uh, and yep. your company. Let's call them all that stuff out by name for just a second. Yeah, so I have my Collab Talk podcast. I've actually been doing things under the Collab Talk brand for over a decade now. Yeah. January of 2012 is when I launched. I do a monthly tweet jam, which is on Twitter. Hey, with the, the hashtag Collab Talk. And it's, we are actually doing something around frontline workers on Monday at wow. uh, 9 a.m. Pacific. So anybody can join via Twitter. You just go follow the hashtag of Collab Talk and jump in the conversation. We post questions and have that great discussion. And then of course, uh, the Collab Talk podcast, which you can find on every popular podcast platform. And those are, I publish out, uh, I do interviews with Microsoft MVPs every Monday, and then I have the full Collab Talk podcast every Friday. And Mr. Jeff Diverter will be the guest going live tomorrow hey, on that podcast. So about that. Yeah, we had a great conversation a couple of weeks ago. Hey, Sam Eddy stuck with us. In fact, he, uh, from our music background, found this very interesting in the the, the power of this type of technology in uh, in transition care uh, with hospitals to clinics. So, um, actually, thanks thanks for hanging out, Sam. Sam, That's a great, reach out. That's a great um, point about specifically in that example of the hospital system, and then you have all of the partners like the uh, transitional care around it. And that's exactly the area that we dove into in a couple of weeks back in the podcast. But it. any ecosystem, you've got your partners, your company and your partners, and there are opportunities for automating a lot of that communication and collaboration in between you and your partners. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, and we think about future technologies. I was just reading, uh, doing some studying on blockchain and how one of the really interesting implementations uh, impl uh, implementations of that is around uh, individual healthcare records because it is so secure because it is time-based ledger-based is some really interesting stuff there. We could have a whole conversation yeah, about that. That's a, that's we don't have time. Yeah. Um, so you work for Avpoint uh, yeah. and I encourage folks to go check them out. They are an amazing company. They, they started very much in the early SharePoint space and have broadened out to do some incredible work across all the clouds. So go check those guys out. Christian, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We, um, uh, Daniel did correct me appropriately, like Daniel always does. And uh, if we can bring Daniel up, I'll show this right here. If you'll head over to rackspace.com slash solve slash 96, everyone, that is his episode 96, not 95, it's 96. But Christian, we will go find that, um, that episode that you did a couple weeks back uh, where you talked about all this healthcare stuff. You'll find a link to that there. Folks, if you go to Rackspace.com and just stay in there, you're going to get sold too. If you want to get sold too, it's a great place to go. But if you go to slash solve or even slash 96, there's no sales there. It's our thought leadership program. Guys, go check out. Uh, all the information is there. You just want to listen to these podcasts or just the, the audio from these or the other podcasts. You can subscribe. I'd love for you to do that. Christian, thank you so much for being here today. This has been uh, super fun to reconnect, and I'd love to have you back on um, in the not-too-distant future. All right. Thanks for having me.
You bet. Everyone have an amazing day and uh, I'll be back with you all on Tuesday morning at 8.30 Central Time with another riveting technology conversation. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.